Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andy. Good evening. Good evening. I love that anytime we're running late, Jesse Stanga gives us either the fucking Dave Chappelle cracked out gif or the Al Bundy looking through the door gif. Jesse, we're here. I hope you're in the YouTube comments, buddy. We're here. Andy said it's getting late. And I, you know, he, you pushed this. You had you had youth basketball practice today. Um, and you were like, can we go? And I was like, you're really killing my well, first you were like, ah, who cares about this Thursday night game? It's Eagles, Texans, it's shit. And I was like, Yeah, buddy, we got a World Series game to watch. And you came back with like, Oh, listen, you want to do this tomorrow? And I was like, I can't. Jesse Stanga's on Twitter with the fucking Al Bundy gif. Let's just get it done. I'll I'll put the game on in the background. Yeah, that's on me. I'll I'll, I'll take the blame. I uh, man, I I had a complete mishap. We had to push our our guest as well, our dirtball guest, who's gonna reveal all the Jameis one on one stuff. Push that for next week as well. I I I don't know what I was thinking. Like. I know it sounds ridiculous, fifth grade basketball, but I but I was picking my nephew up from school at three. And my girlfriend this morning was like, well, what time are you doing the show? And I said at two. No, she goes, what time are you doing dirty sports? I said at two. And she goes, aren't you picking up your nephew at three? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's like, I don't know. I don't know, Joe. You know, it was one of those brain farts. So it's it seems like. We know who's running the ship over there at Casa Roscoe. Well, Roscoe's normally, no, normally, house of, house of chicken and waffles. I, I would, I wouldn't say that. I, I think it's pretty mutual. Yeah, you think it's a even? You think you guys are co-captains of that ship? Yeah, for sure. Okay, but I, I have, I have a full blessing for the basement, like whatever I want, and we were looking at Papa shots last night. Wow. Wow. Doing Papa shot. I was doing the measurements. It fits. So basically I'd have how a, serious a Papa shot. Are we talking like not some janky Papa shot, right? No, like, like Papa shots brand Papa shot. I mean, what do you think? Like I was looking last night. Oh yeah, dude. I trust me. I, like, I'm, I'm well aware. I, I know Papa some shot. people, I know guys, I know guys who've been like, I'm going to put Papa shot in my basement. And I get there. I'm like, what in the janky fucking Costco <laughs> shit is this? Yeah, no, I was looking like, so Amazon sells it for the exact same price as Papa shot, like a, a, a good single one. I don't have a room for the double one, a good single one, 220 yeah, bucks. You don't need a double. You go one at a time. It's way yeah. better that way. Anyway, that's what I thought. 220 bucks. Yeah. And it would Correct. fit, and and I would have the the arcade. You've played my arcade, the little arcade, which she bought me. I have Pac Man seats now that are official size, and they're like Pac Man embroidered, Miss yes. Pac Man. So like, then it's like okay, 
this basement uncle now, a- uncle andy with the arcade basement you know he's got well, he's got his he's got his halloween candy just luring the neighborhood strangers over just leaving <laughs> leaving the york peppermint patties and the almond joys that you didn't give out on halloween as a trail to your arcade basement where then you jeffrey dahmer them did yeah, you watch dahmer by the way no everybody's talking about it yeah did you i did is it good it's good is it worth it's, it it's good yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, are you, you, you know, all about Dahmer, like generally, right? I know a lot. I don't know specifics because when all that went down, I was probably, you were, like you were pretty young. Yeah, yeah. Fourth or fifth grade or something. I remember, I remember hearing the stories and stuff like that, but like, I, I felt like I knew like, if you were like, well, what's Jeffrey Dahmer's deal? I'd have been like this and this and this and this and this, but like, there's definitely shit I didn't know. And I was just like, is that real? And then you Google it and you're like, damn. Well, I knew all the bo- I knew all the things and the mess up things. Like you know, he was having sex with the bodies and stuff, right? Yeah. But like, how many people did he kill? Uh, they think they. I think at the end of the thing, they show like eighteen, but I think they think he was up to thirty. But so, he, but he claims to basically have confessed for all of them. So maybe the number's right. It seems pretty legit. Now you should watch it, it. It's good. Was it? Was it always men he killed? So he was, was he just, he was just gay or was he not, or is he both ways? No, he's gay. So messed up. I remember in college watching the Jeremy, uh, they did a movie on it. Jeremy, uh, who's the guy, the Jeremy Renner? No. Jeremy Renner did Dahmer? I think he did. Wow. I'm going to look that up. I'm pretty sure he did. I think around like it was one of those like straight to like Showtime or something. Okay. This is like before Hurt Locker. I I could be watch. I'm going to be completely wrong on this. I'm going to pull this up. Jeremy Renner. Yep. 2002. He was Jeffrey Dahmer in a movie called Dahmer. Wow. I remember watching parts of that. Like in college. 2002's early early Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Hurt Locker didn't come out to 2008. Yeah. I heard an interesting Jeremy Renner story a few years ago in the, on the comedy circuit. You got to tell it now. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if I want to reveal names here. Okay. Josh Filipowski. <laughs> it's in that <laughs> wheelhouse. Yeah. He used to host at O'Brien's. Okay. Very high energy comic. Okay. Used to also bartend. Totally. You know what I'm talking about? The bartend in Santa Monica? Yes. Sure. So he like knew a buddy who was boys with Renner or something. And he was hanging out. And this is like after Renner blew up. And he's at some like little get together with a few guys. And Renner comes over. And he's like, I'm just... Somebody's like, dude, you got no energy. You're so tired. And he's just like, he's like, I've had sex with like 10 girls in the last, like, like, like it was like one of those things where like, he's like, dude, I'm spent. I can't like girls, every girl just wants to have sex with me now. Like this is when he blew up and he's just like, I, they just keep coming over. I just can't like, and, 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 he, and 
the comic I were referring to it he's like it wasn't even a brag you could tell he was just like yeah exhausted it wasn't even him bragging he's just like i just need to sleep man like everybody just wants to have sex with me <laughs> i'm gonna start saying jeremy renner hardly <laughs> know her what a what a problem to have uh i'm just i'm just so parched I don't, I can't stay awake. I just need a Pedialyte and a power bar. Get back out there. And it, and, and apparently it was like, it wasn't like, you know, we're not talking like some six off the street. It's like, yeah. like all tens. I mean, he's in, he's in a, he was in a fucking best picture. I think he won the Academy Award for that. I don't think he did, but the movie did. Okay. Yeah, you're right. The movie won best picture. I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. That makes sense. Uh, anyway, we got lots of sports to get to. I mean, we can go. talk. We can talk Jamie Renner, but we got we got lots going on in the sports world, Joe. Well, let me just say this, Andy. Let me say this before you get started. Um, not right now. Not if you're listening to this. Not if you're hearing my voice. You're watching this on YouTube. But the last couple episodes, you've literally been like, you've literally been like, oh. Yeah, and and also baseball or whatever. Like, you want to talk about it? Like, even tonight, even tonight, Andy was like, not even considering me having to watch the World Series. So, when you pushed the show back, I sent out the bat signal, and I got Laz on a dirty slides that has already been uh, uploaded in his live. So we have a game five preview rest of the world world series recap slash preview it's all we have we have a dirty slides up right now from today so before we get into everything i just want you to know andy you don't have to not that you were worried about it at all but you don't have to um you don't have to worry about forcing yourself through some baseball talk too much because we put up a slides we can talk baseball and i will um and I'll I'll tell you, Andy, and I'll tell and I won't spoil it for potential listeners of the Dirty Slides, but I brought what is becoming my favorite bit on the Dirty Sports over to the Dirty Slides. And even in, even titled the episode, is Bryce Harper overrated or underrated? Ooh, you brought it over, huh? Yeah, because he's a fascinating one. Well, it's an interesting series. I mean, you go you go from a five home run game, one pitcher, five home runs, to being no hit. Yeah, and here we are. I mean, I mean, it's the same thing. Game one, you have a huge Astros lead, huge Phillies comeback, and then just a dominating game two win by the Astros. Then you have the big game three, you have a dominating win by the Astros. So here we are, my former flame. Noah Syndergaard is on the mound tonight for the Phillies. I unpack that on the slides podcast. You know, the, the emotions that come with seeing Zach Wheeler and Noah Syndergaard on the Phillies now. And I still have love for them. They're like an ex-girlfriend that I still get along with. And I still talk to occasionally, but also you're like, you want the best for them, but also, you know, you don't want them fucking going, blowing up after you break up. Like suddenly, Oh, the, you know, suddenly the actress that you dated when she was like a struggling actress waitress is now 
fucking wins an Oscar. Like you're rooting for female Jared. You don't want to go full female Jeremy Renner. Exactly. You're rooting for her, but you don't want it to feel like, you know, man, all the things she accomplished without you. And then you got Mattress Mac fighting with Philly fans. Yeah. I did see that. This is my takeaway. I did see that. In a Phillies fans, Mattress Mac fight, who do you root for? Lightning. I don't really like I haven't I haven't heard Mattress Mac like talk or anything. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 know I don't he, know anything about him. I know he gets press every year because he loves to make these bets, which like I mean it's better than Marlins man, right? Oh Marlins man is like non existent now. Twenty yeah. seven I actually went on his uh I think he lost his Twitter account and had to restart it. He's not at games. I knew he had a huge fight with Jeter. He hated Jeter. There was something that happened with him and Jeter when Jeter became involved with the Marlins organization, but he's like not a thing anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? You know, maybe. you had, you had heavy beef with Marlins man back in the day. I just thought he was such a douche. Well, I don't even know. I, I couldn't stand him. He, I just, I just like, it's like, Hey, look at me. I'm at uh Dodgers. Cardinals NLCS game we're in a fucking orange you know it's just like yeah it's like it's, it's like everything that's wrong about society in my opinion like you know I I met Marlon's band one time you know that no and I I wanted to get them all fired up about Andy Ruther because I was like you know my friend Andy Ruther you guys had beef back then he was like I'm just so tired I've had sex with like 12 women today I can't do this right now I was like oh okay <laughs> I don't think that's true. No, it's not true. <laughs> I don't think he was uh, having sex with a bunch of women. Although, remember we posted that thing? Remember he was? Like, he would bring, like, hot chicks to games, though. But didn't we post that thing? We posted on social. We had act. He was sitting in front of somebody in, in some of his text. Oh, yeah. Was that through Guy? Yeah, that's right. Right. Dude, I don't. The the dirty sports is such a blur blur to me. I'm like, did we have beef with Marlins man, or did I just make that up in my head? <laughs> well, we just we, he was like, we just could call him a cheddar dick. Yeah, well, that's obvious. He just he's just such a. Which, by the way, is a phrase. Way, that, way, way tougher conversation. Who do you root for in a fight between Phillies fans and Marlins man? That's a way tougher conversation. Mattress Mac. I'm like, I don't know. You're a gambling addict who sells mattresses. I'm Team Mattress Mac. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a master. I'm a I'm a gambling addict that sleeps on a mattress, so I I can relate. I don't know who I'd root for between Marlins man and a Phillies fan. That's a tough call right there. So right now they're in the World Series playing tonight and also the Eagles are playing. Yes. Which, by the way, do we have to like get in that pick real quick? Why don't we just get that in right now? Okay. Right before the game starts. All right. Let's do it. Right. Like that way we have it. Joe, you felt two more. You're down seven now. Don't worry. I told you it's time for my, it's we're now we're, we're mid season. I've, I've, I've taken all my information in and now I have my strategy. Okay. Well, we'll just get this pick in real quick. Yeah. 13 and a half point Eagles favorites against the Texans. 
Um, is it in Philly or is it in? It is in Houston. Okay. You want to go first or me? Uh, whatever you prefer, Andy. Do you want to you want to go first for this one, and I'll. Uh... Eagles are covering spreads, by the way. Oh, I'm aware. They're five and two against the spreads, but uh, I'm going to take the Texans to cover. It's probably stupid, but I think I think I'm feeling you're going to take the uh, Eagles. And I think this is one I can maybe steal another point. All right, let's go. I'll take the Eagles. Uh, I just think these these uh, Thursday night games are sloppy. Thirteen and a half seems insane to me because you figure this game's going to be low scoring, but. Um, you know, as I put it through my, my new trust, the process machine, um, it did spit out Eagles for me. So I have to, as my, and you know me, I've probably given away a couple of games this year going, just picking against Eagles by heart, but now I've got to put everything through the machine. So the machine says Philadelphia. I said, I sent the, I sent the paper back through the machine and I wrote on it. I was like, FYI, it's Thursday night. Like, are we sure? Sent it back through. Came out Philly a second time. So I'm I'm on Philly. Okay. And hopefully, right. hopefully Philly wins and covers, and the Phillies lose and face elimination. Two two. Who do you think wins that series? Are you still sticking with the Astros? I am sticking with the Astros. Now I did say this. Uh, I'll I'll do another preview because I this one I'd like your opinion on. I did say if the Eagles win tonight and go to eight and zero, and then before they even play their next game, the Philadelphia Phillies win the World Series, knowing everything we know about their fan base, you can't believe in God after that, right? Like that's like that's like that's like kids with cancer shit. Did you like, listen to our Did you listen to our calls? No. I gotta play this call then. Are, are you serious? I can't believe you're saying this. I'm serious. It's funny that you bring up God and wow. I'm just gonna play the call. This is hilarious. I literally just heard it 10 minutes before we went on air. Hey guys, it's uh, Brian calling in again. And there's been a lot of talk about curses lately. And I'm here to bring up another curse currently going on. A biblical curse, if you will. A few years ago, Prano said that the Eagles winning the Super Bowl was proof that God doesn't exist. And I called in and claimed that perhaps God was fighting Joe for his non-belief by making the Eagles win. You know, obviously, I'm just messing around. Like, I don't believe that shit. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just goofing. But since then, that the Nationals win, the Braves win, and now the Phillies are tied in the World Series. Is God cursing Prano for doubling down on his disbelief by giving all his division rivals World Series rings? You know, he, he's no fan of Boston or the Dodgers. And then the other two World Series winners in the last four years. Now, plus right now we have the undefeated Eagles. Cowboys keep winning games. Prano, I think you need to repent. Otherwise, we might be looking at a Phillies-Eagles, you know, double championship this year. And, like, I will fucking go to church every Sunday if the Marlins win it next year. But I'd start putting money down on any team Prano hates. Condoms are for Jesus. Well, I mean, this is essentially what I'm saying. Like, here is the here's the only flawed reasoning there. And it's why I come back to, does this mean there is no God at all? Which is like, 
And, the, and, the, and you know, honestly, this is sort of the, the basis. I'm not an atheist. I'm an agnostic because, like, you know, I know that I what I don't know, I don't know. What I do whoa, know, whoa, I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. You... I'm the one who've always been like, I'm more agnostic. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in God. So you're saying you're like team agnostic. You're always no, I, team atheist. I, I'm, I don't believe in God. I don't believe there is a God. Okay. But also there could be right. My like scientifically, just because I don't, just because there's absolutely no evidence of something doesn't mean something doesn't exist. Right. But I believe that there is no God. My, I'm leaning toward no God. Right. And part of that is like, why do babies get cancer? Like, what kind of piece of shit is this guy? If that's a thing, you know what I mean? And this is this is in the same realm. The Nationals, whatever. The Braves. They're a pretty racist franchise. We've we've, you know, settled on that. But the Eagles, the Philly Phillies, Philadelphia fans like. Who spits on kids? You know what I mean? Who spits on kids? That's some not, that's some evil. That's some evil in the world. Don't put that evil on me, you know? So it's like for them to have success, to me, it's like, how is it? How do you believe in God if God lets that happen? God, if God lets those people celebrate, how? You know? And so you could argue maybe God is punishing me or I'm more likely, you know, God just doesn't fucking exist. And the Nationals and Braves and fucking Phillies had a good run. I mean, these are deep questions. We, you know, we're not going to uh, resolve them. I find myself pondering. I feel these. like I've resolved them. I feel like I'm like, I'm, I feel like children with cancer. And Philadelphia sports fans ever being happy is like a gigantic boot in my ass. It's like kicking me out off of the agnostic diving board into the atheist pool. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're all over the map here right now, but, but yeah, but you could, you could counter that with a lot of things we can't explain. Right. Like, like there's a lot of things you're like, I can't explain this. Like, 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 I've had some insane things happen to me where I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like whether they're spiritual, whether they're religious, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. It could also, it could all be coincidence. Who knows? I can't explain the shitty things that happen, nor can, like, nobody can really explain that. But, the Eagles and the Phillies, if they both won, I know a lot of people who share your sentiment about Philly being a dumpster fire. I just don't have enough experience there. I don't have enough. Oh, no, yeah, you would, you would, but bro, you'd, we should do it. I like, we, I, I, just to like get you on the same page, sometime you should like, we should just like go to Philly and you should like wear a Mets cap with me. And then you'll just be like, get me the fuck out of so, here. So, like, they're that aggressive. Yeah. They'll like, but New Yorkers top. are aggressive. The New Yorkers, are like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. Yeah. You know, that's different. Like, 
You're not allowed to have bottle caps in sports stadiums anywhere because Philadelphia exists. Because if they let you keep the cap on the bottle, then the beer doesn't come flying out of it. Then you could just use it as a projectile. There's fucking metal detectors because they were throwing batteries at J.D. Drew and Ryan Howard. I mean, look. You know what I mean? Yeah, the truth is. J.D. Drew and Ryan Howard were on their team. Yeah, and the truth is. They did have a, and you spent time there. They had a jail underneath the old vet. Let me ask you something. We just talked, like, Marlon's man, he's like one of our fucking, he's a show enemy, you know? And like, or like whoever, I don't know. Think of an enemy of yours. Like, but if if you were watching a fucking, let's say Marlon's man pops up at the World Series game today, right? And then, and then he he leans over to catch a foul ball. And he falls onto the field and lands directly on his neck and doesn't move. And they've got to stop the game and they've got to take off his visor. They got to strap his head to a board. And you, and he leaves the game and you think he might be paralyzed. You're going to be even you, even savage Andy Ruther will be like, okay, well, until we know he's not paralyzed, maybe we don't fucking. That's what happened to Michael Irvin. And they were like, fuck yeah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> they were like, they're like, we don't have to deal with this receiver anymore because he's fucking dead. I mean, I might make a Marlins man joke. You know, I mean, that's what I do. I'm not making a joke. I mean, I was making two of jokes. Like if he had died on the field, like it's a joke. I wouldn't want it to happen. I mean, would I laugh a little? Like, maybe I am a piece of shit. Would I laugh a little? I don't know. Probably not, but maybe. You know, I'm kind of twisted in that regard. I wouldn't be throwing batteries at a guy laying on the field. We have breaking news, by the way. Are you seeing this? What's up? Breaking news. Uh, here we go. From Shams. Net statement on Kyrie Irving. We are of the view that he's currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. We have decided that Kyrie will serve a suspension without pay until he satisfies a series of objective remedial measures. Full statement over the last several days, we have made repeated attempts to work with Kyrie Irving to help him understand the harm and danger of his words and actions, which began with him publicizing a film containing deeply disturbing anti-Semitic hate. We believe that taking the path of the education in the challenging situation would be the right one and thought we had made progress with our joint commitment to eradicating hate and intolerance. We were dismayed today when given the opportunity in a media session, Kyrie refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs nor acknowledge specific hateful material in the film. This was not the first time he had the opportunity, but failed to clarify. Such failure to disavow anti-Semitism when given a clear opportunity to do so is deeply disturbing, is against the values of our organization, and constitutes conduct detrimental to the team. Accordingly, we are of the view that he's currently unfit to be associated with the Nets. Blah, 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 blah. And um, impact of his conduct and the suspension period served is no less than five games. So, so five-game minimum suspension slash... Um, indefinite until he fixes his life.
I, I think that's lame. Just fucking fire him if you don't want him on your team. Uh, they can't. They could release. I, 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 I look, don't know. I, look, I'm, I'm just saying the, these the the idea. Look. Well, let me tell. Let me let me let me second what you're saying. This is what the Nets have been doing for how long? This is the Nets. Okay. This Nets organization, and by the way, so so let, so not, let me ask you this. Let me ask not, you to, this. not to toot my own horn here. You remember when I had to battle trolls because I said I don't want Kyrie Irving under any circumstance? How long have I been on the fucking anti-Kyrie train? But the Nets keep do, the Nets have been doing this for two fucking three years. So so here's my thing. You're you're telling me as as the Nets. I'm I'm just I'm sick of like all the like the like the the fake bullshit. You 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 as a Nets, you are saying he's anti-Semitic, right? You don't you want him to change, and that's whatever. Him him taking education classes is not going to change his opinion. Like if you're not satisfied with him, then fucking fire him. They can't, dude. You're a billionaire. The Nets owner is a billionaire. Oh, you still have to pay him? Then pay him and say, don't show up again. Put well, your money. Listen, they could mouth. also do what, you know, the fucking look at what happened to the Houston Texans. They essentially like Deshaun Watson essentially set out an entire year. And then they got traded. Paid. Yeah, he got paid, but they traded him. Um, You know, should the Nets should the Nets cut their nose to spite their face here and not get any value for Kyrie Irving. I don't think again, for anybody who wants to do the, um, that wants to make any sort of Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, equivalent. I don't think Kyrie Irving is about to be blackballed from every team in the NBA. I think I some team will take Kyrie Irving. Do you see my point though, Joe, like the fake apology? They're basically saying they want a fake apology. And, and 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 my thing is like, I hate that shit. That's to me, that's even worse. I mean, I think that there's a couple things with the Nets here, but also they the 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 thing that happened yesterday, which was they donated and he donated to the Anti-Defamation League. And then they gave him an opportunity here today to basically apologize. I assume what happened is, and I'm assuming this, um, they asked him, they explained what they thought the situation was, thought they had a agreement with him on how to handle it. And then he didn't do what they wanted to. So they suspended him. But, but see, here's my thing. Like you have to find, I, and I know, like right wing people are going to like hammer this point home. But did you ever read the, the ESPN piece on their owner? It was like a long piece. Yes. On, on their owner, Joe Sai. Like, and it's basically that piece was saying his companies have direct ties to concentration camps. I mean, the irony of like Kyrie talking about a film that denies the Holocaust, the country, you know, and all that stuff is that the Nets owner, literally has connections through their own genocide happening in China. So it's like, it's fun. It's, it's comedy to me. Like 
You, well, you have to remember. You have to remember a couple of things. You do see what I'm saying, though. Like it's of comedy course, that the owner. But we've, but we've but we've done this. We've done the whataboutism thing a million. But times I don't think over. this is a whataboutism here. Well, you got to remember, like everybody said the same thing all the time: money, 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 money. Follow the money. Sure. The neighborhoods in fucking Brooklyn, near and around fucking Barclays Arena, ain't Chinese, bro. New York Jewish, isn't the yeah. isn't the fucking largest population of Chinese people outside of China. New York has a lot of Jewish people. For sure. They were sitting front row at the Nets game the other night. Guys with anti stop anti-Semitism t-shirts on. The the China thing that we went through a couple of years ago in the NBA and you know Daryl Morey and Steve Kerr and LeBron and blah 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 and Nike and all that stuff. Where where was that at the games? You know? You're going to, you're always going to answer to the people that are put in front of you. You know, that's the thing that was always said about Colin Kaepernick was like, you know, John Mara from the Giants. I never received more letters than I did about Colin Kaepernick situation. It's like, sometimes it's a vocal minority, but when you're hearing it, it makes it hard not to listen. Now, the thing with Kyrie Irving, my my problem with this situation is you get into a predicament where like we are kind of talking about a Colin Kaepernick situation because this guy is giving his opinion. But like at the same time, he's not giving his opinion. He's not saying any shit. He's like low key diving in on some like Kanye West anti-Semitism like bubble that's going on and just like sprinkling little things in there. And then instead of backing it, like I actually think Kyrie Irving has a better argument for not being suspended. If he was like, if he went full Kanye and just said, I believe this, I believe Jews run all the banks and have a fucking secret society to keep us all instead of just like, kind of just throwing a little tweet fuels on the fire of anti-Semitism that's already happening. It seems very weird. Now, like I said, the reason I think that this is going to be different than the Colin Kaepernick situation is again, we've talked about it over and over and over again. Um, the Niners can do whatever they want. The Nets can do whatever they want. If they don't sure. want a guy on their team, they can do it. I don't think Kyrie Irving is about to be blackballed from all of basketball. And that's why the Nets didn't just release him. Because why would you release somebody that has value? Why did the Niners release a guy that, because maybe he didn't have any value because they knew there, he's about to be colluded against by the entire league, which some other team, you know, should probably, see a situation here and, and pick the guy up. The, the, the other problem with Kyrie Irving is just like, I mean, we've talked about this over and over and over again. And I know the fucking wraparound sunglasses, MAGA guys love to show you the one clip of Colin Kaepernick from the one game where he throws four picks, but Kyrie Irving has 30 different fucking distractions over the last, however many years. 
and isn't very good. He's just not very good. He's never led a team to a championship personally. He's never been the best player on a good team. In fact, as I said, when he was leaving Cleveland, as I said, when he left Boston, I want no part of the guy on my team. You talk about it like he seems like a guy who is just going to find a way to be a distraction. Agreed. And, 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 and that is even before. I mean, we had that. Any we of this a, came we had, out. we had a coronavirus situation and he had, was an anti-vaxxer. Now there's this thing going on in the world about Kanye West and anti-Semitism. Well, he, 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 was, anti, he was anti-COVID vaccine. Yeah. He's a flat earther. He's anti-COVID vaccine. He thinks the Holocaust is a hoax. He thinks Sandy Hook is a hoax. Well, well, does he? Yeah, he tweeted Alex Jones but, but, was but right. This, this is where this is where I think this is where I think it's important to not just say, "Oh, he he was anti-COVID vaccine, so he's an anti-vaxxer." Like I, I to be honest, I don't think that's fair. Like if somebody was anti-COVID vaccine, I'm like, whatever. That's your belief. You know, I, th- I think there's arguments to be made on all those things from from all sides. Again, when we talked about this, when it was happening, the argument is it the only argument you can make is if you want to help your team. Truly, if you're a team first guy, you get it. But I also understand, you know, you know, I also understand, like, if somebody's like, dude, I don't want to do that to my body. Cool, whatever. That's one instance. Like, I don't know if he's in. Look, I don't know. Has he ever? Is he? Is he on record saying Sandy Hook is a hoax? He tweeted Alex Jones shit, and then some. They, he got pushed but, back, but, and he said, "No, no, but no." He's, I, but he's, I, I, I know, but the, the only reason I bring that up is because Alex Jones obviously is an anti, or it, it said Sandy Hook was a hoax. Obviously, he's on the bill for billions of dollars for that. But Alex Jones has also said a lot of crazy shit. Maybe right, some of he, it ended up being. Do you see what I'm saying? But but then, so Ruth, let's say you t- let's say somebody tweets something about this show. Let's uh, tweets a rant of me saying Philly people are garbage, and then some guy at his, at that guy, some dirtball's boss says, "Hey man, I'm from Philly, and you tweeted this thing of Joe Prano ranting." You have two options there. You go, oh, it's a podcast I listen to, and he's joking, and he's doing entertainment, and I just thought it was funny. Like, look how crazy he is. He, man, he hates Philly people. I just thought it was really funny. Or you respond the way Kyrie responded, and you say, well, he's right. And then if that guy fires you, like, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, well, Joe Prano's right. And then you're like, well, so you think people from Philly are garbage. Well, yeah, I is just that, said. Is I, that I, what Kyrie said? He about, said that he was right. About Sandy Hook. He he replied to somebody and said, well, Alex Jones is right. But was it about Sandy Hook? That's why yeah. I'm asking. I think it matters. Yeah. Now, now I haven't clearly followed it as, as closely as probably I should have on all this stuff. Basically, it's the same thing that happened in this situation, was, which is in that thing, they say that the Holocaust is a hoax. And then so they the, say that in this in this. So this is a book. It's a film. Right. I mean, it's and, literally titled Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. Right. 
And to me, like you read the, and again, I, I don't know. I haven't watched it. I haven't read it. A lot of this is, is like religious stuff, basically saying that black people are the, the true Israelites. Right. And no, that's not, that's not the thing people are taking issue with. People are taking issue with the fact that there's things in that, that are specifically anti-Jewish. That, that um, are in the film. Okay. Right. And then I think when he said, when he comes out and he says, I don't believe everything that was in the thing, right? Like, I don't believe he didn't specifically say what he did or he didn't believe. He just said, I don't agree with everything in you, it. You know what I'm saying? Though? And by the way, like, like, it's not even that I'm like defending Kyrie here. It's, it's one of those. It's like, I, I just think in general now we want to associate if you take something from if, if you watch a movie and you're like, hey, there's some truth to something here. But a lot of the shit is, is wrong. Do you see? Do you see what I'm saying? The difference. I think. I just think. I think it's a matter of like that. I think in this situation, it's really the timing. It's really the timing of everything. I said to you before we started the show. I think if Kyrie tweets this link to this book movie four months ago, it's a blip on the radar. You th- you you do. Yeah, but I think when Kanye West is saying defcon to jewish people yeah and then going on podcast after podcast after podcast and kind of defending himself sure he, and, and, he's and then and then people are hanging stuff. banners over the 405 saying kanye was right about the jews and people are projecting on the side of buildings kanye was right about the jews you're like wow there's this thing there's like there's this thing that's been inflamed that's happening and then for Kyrie to do it it almost feels like and you can't get inside the, the mind of a guy who's a flat earther. Um, sure. But it seems like he's diving in on the topic at hand. No, oh, for sure. And, and, and obviously that's why I brought it like, well, there's smoke, and, there's fire. He's, he, and, he has and to a me, and to me, if you're the, if you're the Nets GM or the Nets owner or the NBA or Adam silver or whatever, you're probably like, bro, are you, hopping in on this anti-Semitism thing. And then he says, I don't believe everything in that movie. And they're like, yeah, dude, what we need you to say is that you're not hopping in on this anti-Semitism thing. And he's like, I am what I am, but I'm well, a look, potato. He, and you're I, like, okay. I, I agree. He, he's being very vague. They he's were basically, I, if it feels like to me, what they said is like, we just need you to say you're not hopping in on this anti-Semitism thing. And he refused. And they're like, that makes it seem like you are. No, I, I I agree that he is being so elusive in these answers, and he's not saying. Uh, again, I can watch a documentary, or I can watch something and say, "Hey, there's some things I agree, and there's some things I don't agree." Especially if it's something so out there like this, right? Like, like that's that's what that's what he's doing wrong. You know, I can I can watch. A documentary on 9-11 and say okay there's some things here i, I can entertain and there's some things here i'm like I, I, that doesn't add up to me you, you see what i'm saying like but he's not doing that right and he obviously has a shitty history and a shitty track record it just really feels like it it what it feels like is like if you had get, you know let's say you go you know you're babysitting your nephew and you go downstairs and like there's just like all everybody in the family's Halloween candies wrappers are like on the floor and all the candy's gone. 
and you're like, did you eat all the candy? And the kid's like, well, listen, you know, candy disappears sometimes. And, uh, you know, some there was candy here before and there's not candy here now. Now, I didn't eat all of this candy, you know, and there, but like, yeah. did you, did you eat this candy? And it's like, listen, man, candy gets eaten. And you're like, bro, I'm going to have to punish you unless you tell me you did not eat this fucking candy. Like Kyrie is just dancing around it. And that makes me think he sure. ate the fucking candy. Yeah. And that's, and that's totally a fair assessment. I, I, I think, like you said, you know, Kyrie's been a cancer everywhere he's gone. Everywhere. The Nets, and also the other thing that needs to be talked about, and and this is something that would have led this discussion had they not just suspended Kyrie. Steve Nash just mutually left the the Boston Celtics, the the Brooklyn Nets. Well, that's totally a lie. Well, I, honestly, I don't even think like I think they they did mutually like they're not playing well. And I don't think Steve Nash wants to be like Steve Nash is a pretty good dude. Like well, he's not, all- he's not, and, he, and I don't think. Sorry, to cut you off. I I don't think he wants to babysit, man. Like I like, don't think he wants to babysit. But also, Steve Nash did a pretty good job not fucking taking a side on the whole Kyrie Vax thing. Like he was just like, listen, we're gonna deal with Kyrie being here when he's here. And if he's not here, like I can only coach the players. I, but like every day, Steve Nash had to go out there and answer a question about Kyrie Irving and vaccinations. And I think that's a like you said before, I think it's a very easy thing to be like, listen, everybody's got their own beliefs about their own body and what's healthy for them. And who am I to say what fucking is or is not something that somebody should do who am i to say what somebody should value over whatever now i think steve nash wanted to say if this guy cared about his team he would get the fucking shot but it's maybe steve nash is a better man than me and is just gonna say you know like i approve of what everybody wants to do with their body but it's a lot harder to go out there and be like hey man I think your point guard might hate Jews. He's like, well, you know, we're all no, for sure. Hate, and um, you know, he's pretty. We'll deal with him while he's here. We're not like that's a tough thing. And Steve Nash had to take those on the chin for a while. I think, I think Steve Nash was like, yo, I, I think I'm ready to go. We're not very good. What are we doing here? Um, I really don't want to answer questions about whether our point guard is or is not forming an army with Kanye West to go DEFCON three on the juice. No, for sure. And I, and I agree. That's, that's a exhausting situation to be put in where you have to answer because he won't answer and he dances around it. Like you said, he's not given answers. He's not given any specifics. He's just saying, I'm not, or I'm not, I'm not anti-Semitic, but he's not providing any examples to validate that. He doesn't help his own cause. And then as the coach, you got to deal with this. And then you got to deal with Kevin Durant and his million burner accounts. Dude, I just want to coach basketball. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like, and, and listen, that's the argument. I've heard this argument with the Colin Kaepernick situation. He was more of a distraction than he was a value. And you can say that and that's fine. Sure. But we also, again, have, seen in the NFL 
teams in the most desperate of situations where they needed a quarterback or they needed a receiver and they bring in the guy. And I think that we saw in the years following Colin Kaepernick leaving the 49ers that there were situations that were so dire at quarterback that they would have put up with the questions for they would have put up with the distraction for the player, but they couldn't because there was collusion against him and everybody agreed to blackball the guy. Well, look, your, your talent, I always say your talent, if, if you got other shit going on, your talent has to exceed the outside, off, the off, off the field shit. Off the and, court. And, but, and I'll say this, dude, I'll like, I'll, I'll say it straight up. Like Kyrie, not that good. Kyrie going to end up on another team. Kyrie Irving, in his career, we have seen not nearly as valuable to a basketball team as, let's say, a starting quarterback would be in the NFL. Also, Colin Kaepernick just said, let's stop shooting on our black people. And Kyrie Irving may or may not be jumping into the fray in hopes of, like, like hating a group of people. Yeah, well... I never would, you know, I would never even contemplate adding him to my roster for, for all that stuff. And, and, and again, it, it's like, does the talent, is it worth it? It's like, we've seen that with an Antonio Brown and obviously the Bucks made it work for one season in the Super Bowl and then he lost his mind. We've seen it where we've seen it where you just question. Like like Tim Tebow is a prime example. We Tim were like, Tebow is a prime example. You're like, dude, it doesn't equal his talent level is terrible. It does not equal all the other bullshit that comes with it. And he got signed four times. And he got signed four times, and everybody kept giving him a chance. And I kept saying, why this guy's not worth it? He's not and, worth and, it. And the argument always in that situation, and that, and this is I think is is the 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 bottom line is the argument is always, but Tim Tebow's distraction is a positive. It's like no, there's no such thing as a a distraction is a distraction. And also, I would argue that Look being at Russell a fuck, Wilson right now. Right. And I exactly. And I would also argue that you're kind of a piece of shit if you think being a Jesus freak virgin is like somehow better than being somebody who's like, hey, we should stop killing on our own black people. Now I would agree both of them are better than I hate Jews. Sure. And like it, and, and I would also argue as well or add to the tebow thing of saying if you really are a big jesus loving christian you wouldn't bring that attention on yourself which you're willingly doing you're willingly you're willingly bringing that attention all yourself which is literally the exact opposite of how jesus lived you're being selfish where he was selfless anyway uh, look I, i i think Kyrie at this point I think, and I think he's thought this for a long time. I think he thinks he's smarter than he is. It all started with the flat, you know, it started with the flat earth thing, right? I, I never would have think, I never would have thought this would transpire to where it's gone into this situation where it's like, he's overanalyzing things. He's always looking for some sort of, you know, fine line to weave in and be like, well, have we thought about it this way or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But look, man, if you don't, I just hope that I just, I just hope that when, 
when Kyrie Irving eventually has to take a contract to play in China, like he's fucking Stefan Marbury, I hope some really funny te- like travel agent is like, do you want to fly west to China or do you want to fly east to China? Because you can go either way, honestly. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just hope they don't have a layover in Tel Aviv or anything. Because that might be on the way, right? Depends on which way you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, look, look, I don't know. I mean, look. Again, I I think it's bullshit as well, though, to double back on that. It's like, guys, just fire him, man. Yeah, he's not worth worth your headache. Yeah, but he might be worth whoever they get back for him from some desperate team. What I hate is now, if you look on, now it's like, now, now it's like everything we see in modern America in the modern social media technological age. Where now it's like, now it's turning into like this whole pitted thing of like black people against Jewish people, and it's like just it's only amplified more on social media. You know, and I hate that. Of like, course, like do you see what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying it's all Jewish people; it's all black people, but like. Now you see that it's suddenly it's me against you, my tribe against your tribe. And I hate that shit. Like, can we just at least, but but meanwhile, Kyrie is saying, tweeting about that. They are the original Jews and blah, blah. It's like, I mean, listen, Kanye West is a great fucking musical producer. And he's like a halfway decent rapper. Um, and he's got some hook in the stylish world, but like he's not a fucking he's crazy, and sure. he's op- and he's open about that. He's yeah. fucking bipolar. He's been medicated his whole fucking life. He's not that smart. Like you hear him talk, he's you're like you're not that fucking smart. And the same thing goes for Kyrie Irving. Dude, that clip of of Kanye where he doesn't want to say it, and then he says Jewish people. What about Kyrie? Kyrie yesterday said he reads the dictionary. I didn't see like, that. That's hilarious. He literally said, I'm smart. I read the Oxford dictionary. He I read not. the Oxford. Yeah, Andy. Put Oxford dictionary into fucking Twitter, bro. Where you been, dog? I don't know. You don't, you've been coaching youth basketball. You haven't had to deal with any fucking Holocaust hoaxers on your fourth grade team, hopefully. Fifth grade, no. Okay. Three minutes twenty eight seconds. Can I can I get one that's it's the only one that's popping up? Where does he say it? When does he say it? Are are you surprised that reaction and some of the things that you did hurt people? Yeah, I, I think I can ask a better question. It's just where were you when I was a uh, a kid figuring out? That uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America. What? You guys asking those same questions. I, I've already heard this multiple times, so I'm gonna get myself another Miller Lite. Okay, I'm gonna play some. And- With learning about the traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from, and why I'm proud to stand here. And why, when I repeat myself that I'm not going to stand down, it has nothing to do with dismissing any other race or group of people. I'm just proud of my heritage and what we've been through. And uh, the fact that this has pinned me against the Jewish community. And uh, 
I'm here answering questions of whether or not I'm sorry or not on something I didn't create. And it was something I shared. And I'm telling everybody I'm taking responsibility. Then that's where I sit. So, you know, these same questions that you guys ask, me dealing with it as being a melanated pigmented person. Uh, he's trying to see, see, like, he, in my pro, like Kanye or Kanye, Kyrie, Kanye, same tomato, tomato. You, you, Kanye, Kyrie, Kanye, Kyrie. You're trying to sound so fucking smart, man. You're trying to sound like you're this well read, deeply educated individual. And you're just not, dude. You're just not. And for the record, it doesn't mean you can't be well read and smart and educated while also being a basketball player they're not they're not mutually exclusive but dude are you taking courses on this stuff you, you see what i'm saying like like everybody's an expert now on everything nobody can just say i don't know what the, like, you don't know what you're talking about what are you yeah. talking about and 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 this is the thing that like the thing that i struggle with is like that people want to defer everything like the people who want to argue like this is wrong to punish like everybody becomes like a constitutional lawyer about like what is or what is not like free speech it's like what it's like can we just can we just like agree that like you can be not smart like we like we're on the same page. You, you know, you've had you've had issue with some things LeBron has done and said. And we're on I'm on the same page as you. It's like LeBron and the books not being the books always being on the first page and he only knows so much and like whatever and you know, he's definitely he definitely reads something for 2 minutes and then forms an opinion. He's not the LeBron's not the fucking smartest guy. Okay? But can we agree a little bit like to me, it's very reasonable to be like, if you're stupid, but you're trying to do something good, it's way different than if you're stupid and you're trying to do something terrible. Like, to me, that matters. If I owned a team, that would matter to me. If I'm a fan of somebody, that matters. Is LeBron the most well-spoken when it comes to, like, why every human be being should be treated equal? No. But is the point the same? Oh, we have a fucking, you know, we have a we have had a racial issue in America for as long as there's been America. And we like he's not great at making his point, but he's trying to make a a point that has value. Kyrie is doing a terrible job making his point, but his point I think is that the Jews have a secret society and they're running the banks in the world and are out to get everybody else. That seems like, like, Hey man, I'll let you talk it out. If you're trying to tell me something that like has value, but like to steal one from Kanye West, if you're trying to mumble your way through why you're an anti-Semite, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. But I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave because I don't give a fuck where this is going. Thank you and have a good day. Well, I think when you said everybody's 
a constitutional lawyer. I think that's sadly the age we live in because of YouTube and Wikipedia. You know what I'm saying? Like you, somebody reads something and they think they know everything. Like even, even before we went on air, I even told you, I was like, look, man, I have not watched the movie or read the book. Kanye's or, or I keep doing it. Kyrie's referring to. So like, I can't speak on it because I haven't, I haven't done my homework. Whereas like the opposite I think is true with all these athletes and people in general, right? Nobody does their homework. They just, they hear something and they want to assume, Hey, something is this in that way. But Kyrie is like the poster child, in my opinion, of projection. He's so insecure. He's deeply insecure. He's deeply insecure and he projects and he says things. He tries to sound smart. He's talking about, he's reading a dictionary and he's insecure because his only title, he was Robin to Batman or, you know, Kyrie was number two to the alpha who was LeBron. And I think it's obvious he's number two to Kevin Durant. It's like, you're all, you've never been the alpha man. And when he was Boston was worse. Yes, they were worse. And you're trying to sound like you're again, dude, you're not Malcolm X, man. You're not well read. You're, you're not, you're not a lot of, you're not Cornell West. You're not a, a Harvard professor who's done their whole life studying black history, things within the black community. You're just not, dude. You watched a YouTube video. Sorry, man. Right. You watched a YouTube video, which is the problem with fucking everybody today, basically, right? Yeah. Everybody getting information from YouTube videos that aren't fucking fact-checked. But again, my point is, and we talked about this with Colin Kaepernick, the San Francisco 49ers and every other NFL team has a is a private company and therefore can hire who they want and not hire who they want. And my response to that has always been like, yeah, that's the law. But what I'm saying is, fuck them for hiding behind the law to punish a guy for saying something good, in my opinion. And now, the same way as we see in this, the same way as we see what's going on with Elon Musk on Twitter, everybody wants to flip the script and say like, oh, now, now you guys hate free speech again. And it's like, I think a lot of people just like hate, hate speech. Like they don't want to promote. It's not about free speech. It's about don't say hateful shit where you just pick one group and say that they're the devil. But even that, you, you know, I think, I mean, can we just, can we just limit hate speech forever for just people in Philadelphia? They're the one group that fucking deserves it. They're no, garbage. I, Everybody else is fucking. But, but, a, but let's I think not that, generalize people by a group unless that group is Philadelphia fans. No, I, are top to bottom garbage and cops. But the Elon thing, there's no people like there's no evidence like he just took over. Like, no, I know. I'm saying I'm saying like when when let me ask you this, though, let me ask you this. When Twitter suspended Trump, all the Republicans were freaking out and they went to parlor and they went to Truth social and whatever. And now but they didn't. They're all talk. They did. Right. Right. Of course. And now that that fucking Elon Musk is coming back is, is, is taking over and there's hints that Trump will be back 
or Kanye West has been on whatever. And people are going, well, I'm going to leave because and they won't whatever. Same. And they won't. But no. the point is, again, the point is, is like, isn't what was being said important? You know, like, doesn't that matter? Like, forget the constitutional law of it. Doesn't it matter that like LeBron James said black lives matter and Ky- and Kyrie is saying the Holocaust was a hoax? Like that matters to me as a person. Well, I, I don't know. Like these are complicated issues when it comes to like the free speech and all that stuff. People can obviously say whatever they want. There also are repercussions. Like, like that's right. a that's a reality. You know how something like Twitter should be policed. I don't know. I you, you know I would consider myself a very free speech absolutist, which is like, dude, I think anything should go. But I could be completely wrong, and I can admit that. Maybe I'm completely wrong, and maybe that just brings out the worst, and that actually only creates more problems. Um, you, you know, I don't know. I just know that uh, I don't have the answers. And if people like Kanye or I keep doing it, fucking Kanye, Kyrie, Kanye, Kyrie. Yeah. If, if they just if they just said that, maybe if more people just said that too. Hey, I don't have all the answers. I think it'd be a better place. Kanye equals Kyrie. Kyrie equals Kanye. They're the Spider-Man meme. Except Kanye's way more talented. I was just going to say, if you put them together. I'm Kanye like still a, makes bangers. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Meanwhile, Kyrie, unfortunately, you don't want to make bangers in the NBA. This dude went fucking two for 25 and scored four points. He's also putting up bangers. Yeah, I think I could take Kyrie. I think I take Kyrie in my Papa shot at this point. You know, fancy dribbling ain't gonna do him no good in the basement where it's just about getting bucket after bucket after bucket. Dude, I'm stoked about that Papa shot. I haven't even ordered it yet. Mikey and I had a Papa shot in the basement when we were kids. Legit Papa shot, like you had, and it ran its course, and eventually, like. The bars started fucking coming over, you know. We, but how many years? Yeah, a long time. A long time. A long time. The bars started coming down. The fucking, you know, the, the ball return thing was a janky. So what we did is we took the whole thing apart. And we just kept the backboard and the rim. Solid, though. Those rims are like little baby legit rims. That's what they say. That's what they yeah. say in the description. No, oh, it is. Your brother is a lunatic. Did you see the text he sent? Yeah. Me and you? Yeah. He's already putting up his Christmas lights. And I said, it's November 3rd. And he, he said, says, I have to get 85,000 lights. Yeah. I can't start the, the week before. He says it requires tape measure. 85,000 yeah, 85, Christmas lights. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Your brother is like Clark Griswold on steroids. Yeah. So in my in the Papa shot thing, we took, we took, we end up the, the, the thing comes down. We take the backboard and the rim and we have my dad fucking put plywood on the wall in the basement. And we like hung the thing. And then we started playing one-on-one games on this fucking rim. Amazing. My dad thinking he did us like a favor. Oh, put the Papa shot thing on the Hates wall. You guys 
Cause now we're in the basement. He's like upstairs in the kitchen and I'm just like hammer dunking and Shaquille O'Neal-ing <laughs> the rim down. He'd be like, what the fuck is going on down there? I was like, oh, I just banged one on Mikey and one and you're, the foul. Your Italian dad who's like, what the hell is this stupid American sport that I've just love, created? But also like love doing, we were like, dad, can you like put this on the wall for us? And he's like, he loves being handy. He's like, yeah, we'll get some plywood and we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll nail the plywood to the ceiling and we'll run the plywood down the wall and then it'll hang on the wall and it'll be real sturdy. Little does he know it's so sturdy. I can now Shaquille O'Neal dunk on my brother and just like yank on the rim after he's up in the kitchen trying to make fucking pasta vajol and he's losing his mind. That's amazing. It's like, it's a fucking earthquake down there. I was like, yeah, it's a rim shattering earthquake. Boom. Shaka laka. <laughs> we haven't even discussed NFL, Joe. Are you proud of me? Yeah, I know. I, I, you, you were, you were leaning toward it, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can drag him off the spot. We're, we're like, almost an hour and ten minutes in, and we got so much NFL. Should we pick some games? Should we listen to the calls? We got so much to do. Before we do that, I want to say you got a nice salute and compliment to your amazing Miller Light hat. How sick that is. Uh, this was uh, sent to me by a dirtball. I forget which one, sadly. So many hats, so many dirtballs and so many hats sent in the mail. But this one was sent to me by a dirtball and I really appreciate it. It's awesome. Looks fresh. And, and I'm happy to say we are going to continue working with Miller Lite for next year. Joe, our good friends at Miller Lite, who we've really enjoyed this partnership. It is the best thing that's ever happened to our show. I see you have a cold Miller Lite to celebrate. Well, Andy, you know, you know, that's like, not that there's anything wrong with drinking a Miller Lite at 10 a.m. when I, when it, when I usually record the show. In fact, I've done it many times, you know, but the evening podcast for me, the late afternoon podcast, the happy hour podcast, we start at 430 Pacific time. There's a football game on. There's a World Series game on. This is my third Miller Lite of the show. I love the afternoon podcast because I'm like, I'm here for the night. I'm in. I'm drinking responsibly. And you are drinking the original. I don't know how many times I'll say this. The OG light beer since 1975. It has been a huge part of your NFL Sundays of countless americans nfl sundays it's the perfect beer for football on sunday absolutely so this football season enjoy the sweet taste of victory with miller light the original light beer find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold or go to millerlight.com forward slash dirty sports for delivery options near you it's miller time celebrate responsibly miller brewing company milwaukee wisconsin 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces I'm gonna do a little, do a little. It's, up, so, it's do, so good, so little, good, Andy. Do a little update here, because I haven't checked. We got a seven-seven game and a one-one game. Ooh, football game's already on. Yeah, second quarter. I'm putting all my trust behind Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Oh, Davis Mills. 
So we've had a lot of news this week about the commanders. Oh, man. The feds are now going to investigate. Oh, if I wish, if I could only know what happened behind closed doors. The U.S. Attorney's Office will investigate the alleged financial improprieties, which we've discussed, that they basically lied and were doing a little, little, little mafia style, cooking the books a little. A little skimming off the top. And also that was so that was announced yesterday and earlier in the day, Dan Snyder said they are looking into potentially selling the team. So they will clearly sell the team now. This is all coming out. I feel the owners put the pressure and they said, again, it's like mafia. You gonna fuck me? You gonna fuck me? No, I'm gonna fuck you. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> accent that was. Like the mafia says, are you a fucking me? Uh, no, I love that Italians in your fucking world still talk like eight bit Mario. Uh, I a fuck are you. It's me, the guy who will fuck you. And by the way, that is like a Japanese guy doing an Italian guy in the 1980s. And some, I'm a fucking you. I think what I just did is the most offensive thing that's ever done to Italians ever. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie West, <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Kanye Irving is underneath this video going, I agree. I agree with what Andy said. I you fuck you. It's me, the guy who fucks you. <laughs> I guess it's the beginning of the end now for for him. And, and they say it'll fetch, you know, if they, if they do sell a team. The Broncos were the highest selling North American franchise. I think they sold like 4.5 billion or it was, I think it was maybe a little above that. Dude, they're saying that the Washington team is going to get they'll go like north of 5 billion. Yeah. I mean, Which I don't, I like, I don't, I don't get it so much. Like why? Well, first of all, the DC area is massive uh, that you get, you get all that. Like think about that Baltimore, you get DC, you get that whole that whole mid mid Atlantic, mid America, mid East Coast region. Like it goes the Eagles, then the Redskins, the Redskins, Washington football Redskin commanders, commandos. You get them. And then what's your next closest team Baltimore. to like the South? Well, where's Baltimore in this? Baltimore. Yeah, they're right there. But like, but some by the way, Baltimore fans, some of those fans have been uh have stayed DC fans have stayed commander fans the whole time. You know, there's a lot of people who are Baltimore people that are. So you got nothing until you head down to Charlotte, right? Yeah. It's a big area. I guess it is. I never thought of it that way. And also, I mean, the history of, I mean, before until he took over with super bowls and, being competitive and then the money that's in dc yeah you know think about all the things i mean everything now is uh luxury boxes and vips if you've been to sofi you know like it's hard to just walk around because all the places it's vip that's luxury boxes this is blocked off that's blocked off think about all the people i'm sure go to games all the all the lobbyists and politicians and dc lawyer money and all that stuff 
you have an opportunity to build a new stadium. Denver's already Denver stadium's already in place. Yeah, I guess I guess it all adds up. That's crazy. It's it's just like I don't know. Again, I want to know. This is all I've cared about. Is I want to know what happened behind the scenes. What's going on behind the scenes? All that that big ESPN story leaks. I shouldn't say leaks. That the experts say they write, and they say all these crazy things that Dan Snyder's doing and hiring private investigators and trying to blackmail blackmail all the NFL owners. Which to me again was a ballsy move because it's like, dude, what are you going to do? We, we already know everything. We don't know everything, but we already know a bunch of shady stuff that they do. Yeah. No, nobody cares. But good for any commander fan. Like, oh, my God. I have a friend. I mean, you, you know Joe Abel, right? We should have Joe on the show sometime. He's great. But uh, he's a comedian and a commander fan. And he's always been like, every time something happens, he's like, I'm hoping this is it. And then I sent it to him. I was like, dude, it's finally happening. He's like, dude, he's like Michael Myers, though. He's like, we need to kill him and make sure he's dead. We need like just like get That's him on the ground funny. and shoot him and kill him and kill him and kill him. He's like, there's been so many moments where it was so obvious yeah, he was about right. to be done, but he just keeps coming back. That is true. That's the, actually the best comparison. Mike Myers. Not Mike Myers from SNL, but Michael Myers. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. You, you can put up Dan Snyder's Mike Myers as the title of the podcast. I might have been writing down some notes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> We're being investigated by the FBI. Well, they are surprisingly, and I don't even know how, they're surprisingly 500. Yeah. Taylor Henneke. What's Taylor Henneke got to do to just get that job? Well, he, he tried last year and I just don't think he played well enough. Yeah. But every time he comes in, he gives them, he's, he's got real Nick Foles vibes, right? Comes yeah. in, plays well, and then they're like, we'll give you the job. And then he's like, you stink. Well, you can't say that until we see his junk. Yeah, which is another weird thing that the Philly people really, yeah. really embraced. Yeah, just constantly talking about some guy's cock. <laughs> Big Dick Nick. Big Dick, Big Dick Nick. Nick. He can fuck me in the butt anytime. He got us a Super Bowl. Whoa. Um, let's just pick that game. We'll go a little out of order this week. As far as we don't have to go in order, we we'll go based on the storylines. The Commanders are three-point dogs against the six-and-one Minnesota Vikings. And that game is in D.C.? Correct. What time is that game? It's a 1 p.m. game. 1 p.m. game. Kirk Cousins returning home to the famous, the hollowed grounds of, you like that stadium. I'm jumping on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. I'm going with in Kirk. We trust in Washington. He loves it there. Yeah, I agree. So the Vikings just made a, a, a big trade. They got Hawkinson. Yep. We got a call about that. Yeah, because apparently the 
Lions have given up? It sounds like it. They're not even going to wait until that stretch of the season where they were going to go five and one to turn it all around. Oh my God. It's so ridiculous. It's a great day to be a scolder, Joe and Andy. It's your number one Minnesota farmer, Dirtball Jay. We fleeced the Lions for TJ motherfucking Hawkinson. The best tight end we've had since, I don't know, Jim Kleinsaucer, whoever the fuck. Kleinsaucer. Um, yeah. So Kyle Rudolph is pretty great. good. Probably yeah. lose in the divisional round or whenever Kirk yeah, gets probably. tired of playing football. But exciting times. Condoms are for whoever picked the Packers to win the uh, division. Everybody. Except for Vikings and Lions fans. <laughs> Condoms are for everybody but Vikings and Lions fans. I'm, I, You know, I'm realistic. Like, I, I realistically want to look. Games, do we think the Lions actually win now? So, so they're home against the Packers this week. We'll just jump to that one. L. Well, they're home against the Packers. They're three and a half point dogs. I'm going to take the Packers. Yeah. So you are too. Yeah. Oh my God. I think the Packers are going to, I think this is like, this is going to be the game where like everybody suddenly is like, oh, wait, are the Packers back? I love the headline. TJ Hawkinson trade a business decision, not influenced by Lions 1-6 record. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Okay, so let's say the Lions lose and they fall to 1-7. That is insanity. Can you imagine if they were fucking 8-1 right now and they traded their fucking tight end? I mean, it's just like, it's ridiculous. Could you imagine that? The fucking even Lions fans, even Lions Reddit would be angry about that one. And they don't get angry about anything. No. Not at all. Okay, so what what games are they gonna win? They get the Packers this weekend home at the Bears, at the Giants. I'm a, I'm gonna stop you right here, Andy. Do we give a fuck? Yeah, good point. We've been steadfast in our opinion that this Lions team is a fucking dumpster fire that Dan Campbell embarrassed himself on hard knocks that they were, we were, we pounded how here's a, here's the only thing I want to count. Here's the only thing I want to count. I want to count how many dirt ball tweets we get saying that at the end of the season, we're getting money for telling you guys without blinking one time that you should all be betting the under. And both of us, usually we don't vote like, like I, I, wholeheartedly a, agree. Like that, that, that was a finance, like, you know, you know that you see those commercials, like we are not financial advisors. We are financial advisors. Bet against the fucking lions. They suck. And I also want to say, and then watch, we'll have a great game this week. I said, I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to like not pan out. Yeah. You said that. Now I think. Aiden Hutchinson has a great chance of panning out when they eventually trade him to some team. And then he fucking goes and wins a Super Bowl MVP because for now he's on the fucking Lions. He won a good game. And that's the game they won. He had three sacks 
In the other games, he's had a combined one and a half sacks. So one good game. You watch that hard knocks. They, they acted like he was going to come into the league and be Aaron Donald instantly. And you're probably right. He'll, he'll, he'll leave the team, go somewhere else, instantly become a stud. Well, sorry, Lions fans. It's, you know, it's, it's a rough road for these guys. Speaking of pass rushers getting traded from bad teams. No, you know, you know, jump on that segue. Oh, trade? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm actually, I was pulling it up. Sorry. Doing a million things here. That's okay. I just wonder if right now you can officially put like the Broncos Bra- are about Bradley Chubb. Yeah. Yeah. The Broncos are not trading away their best players. Can you confidently say now, are you, are you ready to firmly and fully commit to the Broncos? Not making the playoffs? I'm ready. I'm, I'm committing now. The Broncos are not going to make the playoffs. Okay. okay, good. It's great to have you on board, Andy. Hey, took me eight games. I'm committing when you're trading Bradley Chubb and he's signing a big deal with the dolphins. Yeah, I'm ready. Some teams made some nice upgrades, man. Like, I like, I really like for the Ravens. I like them getting Roquan Smith. Yeah. Like a lot of about what's crazy about the NFL now is how I feel like how little you have to give up because these these teams just like go, they have absolutely no value to us because we stink. So let's give them a second and a fifth. You're like, I just, it's just, it is amazing to me. Like the, you, I feel like that's no, pennies in the dollar, man. Yeah, it really is. Like, like all these guys, all of them. And a lot of them, you're like, dude, this guy has value. But it's just, no one gives up first rounders anymore for anything except but, 50 of them for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Talk about look your all time backfires. Look at the Rams last year, the upgrades they made. To go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, like Von Miller, and he's like the idea of like Von Miller is like, oh, like he's older, but again, look what look what he did for them. And look what he's doing for the Bills, man. Yeah. All right, let's get through some of these picks. Chargers, Falcons. This is another interesting one. It's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. Okay. Chargers are three point favorites. The Falcons are six and two against the spread. They started six and oh. They've have not beat the spread the last two weeks. I just Chargers are coming off a bye week. I just don't know what to make of them, man. I'm gonna take Atlanta. I don't love this. I want to take Atlanta because west to east. But I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I don't even i i have I have a strategy. This plays into it a little bit, but I don't love it. I would I would probably take Atlanta if you were taking the Chargers, but I'm taking the Chargers since you're taking Atlanta. I don't love it either. I, what, yeah. what I'm just hoping for is Atlanta can run the ball, and this game is a grind out game. Yeah, I don't love this one, but I do like how this is going so far. So. I'm gonna... Okay. 
stick with you, it. Your strategy against me? Well, not even it's not even a strategy against you. It's so this is the first one that's been a strategic anti-Andy Russo pick. The rest, the rest of my strategy has nothing to do with you. Okay. I just have a I just have a new game picking strategy after eight weeks of development. All right. Well, I'll let you you you're, you're first next. Okay. Miami at Chicago. Dolphins are four and a half point favorites on the road. Miami at Chicago. Four and a half fins. Now, both these teams made some multiple trades. Yeah. I mean, Denver did start putting up a little, or sorry, uh, Chicago did start making a little offensive noise last week, but then they couldn't keep up with the fucking The last Cowboys. two weeks. Yeah. Um, that one's fucking tough. Four and, tough. And Four and a half. I... I'm going to take the Bears. Yeah, I was, I was, that was a no question for me. It's four and a half. I mean, I don't love it because the, the points that they gave up to Dallas last week, and you think Miami's offense is pretty good. Um, I don't like the fucking, the outdoors, the fucking probably crappy weather, the crappy grass, you it know, doesn't help Miami at all. Yeah. The fact that Chicago has been a little, been a little sprightly on offense. Well, the good news is Tua will not know if he's in the beautiful confines of Hard Rock in Miami or Soldier Field in Chicago with the wind whipping. He's so cracked out of his head, literally, he won't know. And so maybe he'll play great thinking he's in Miami. I don't know. But either way. That being said, I'm taking the Bears. Same. Okay. Moving right along, the Panthers travel here where the Bengals, a little, little kitty cat game. Meow. Meow. Just a little kitty cat. Do, do all of the players meet for pregame breakfast at the Cat Cafe with Cat Jason Kidd? Oh, I like who it. Has, who has to apologize on behalf of the other cat team, the Lions? Just picturing him with whiskers on. Seven point Bengals favorites, which seems very high to me. Um, for anybody who watched the Monday night football game, I just think this, I didn't get to watch a lot of it. So let's go. Let's this this is why I have been so hard on Zach Taylor. This is why I have a hot take that I can't wait to unleash after you're doing this, but go do your Zach Taylor thing. So, so you, you take away one of the cogs of their, you know, high scoring offense, at least it should be right. And it's like, how do I game plan without Jamar chase? We still got a lot of nice weapons. And I think that showed like, they just, they're unprepared. And I know this is a Bengals historical thing. I don't know if you saw this. It was the 13th. This is an all-time NFL record. It's a 13th straight primetime road loss by the Bengals. Interesting. And, and, and like, like it's, it's, it's there, man. It's a thing. So they just get their ass kicked, right? The Bengals defense has been lights out all year. Finally, they had a down game. So again, you have a coach who's like, okay, I'm missing one of my key players. The defense is playing as good. How am I going to just make this work? He can't. And then for me, the biggest abomination 
that no one's talking about for some reason is the Bengals are down 32 to six with eight and a half minutes to go in the game. So they could score three touchdowns all with two point conversions and they still wouldn't be winning. And he had Joe Burrow in there after he was getting raped all game sacked five times at that point. This is the epitome of shitty coaching. You have your star quarterback in the game down 26 points with eight and a half minutes to go. What? And he's been getting hit all game. What are you possibly thinking? What are you thinking, dude? You're, you're just, you're not because you're not a good coach and you ride the coattails of some really good players on both sides of the ball. And it's fool's gold when you make the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I'm going to stick to it. It's fool's gold. Those three games they win. It's- I think having your quarterback in there at that situation is reckless and dumb. Um, but Randy Ruther just texted us. So he's listening. He's not going to like this. He's not going to like this hot take. You, as a return to Bengals fandom, may not like this hot take. Randy, prepare yourself. Sit down. Don't you dare go at Burrow. Grab your Miller Lite. Well, first of all, forget that. That's not it. That, this, yes, there's a partial going at Burrow here is part of this, but not specifically. What was the over-under on the Bengals last year for wins? Do you remember? I think it was like six, four. Six and a half. Last year? Yeah, they were like six and a half. Okay. They were predicted to finish last in the, in the division. Correct. They went on a nice run. But like, nice run, but before that nice run, Bengals aren't good. Now, Bengals are okay. Zach Taylor could be to blame, but also... You look at Vegas, Vegas doesn't get it wrong a ton. The number this year for them was still like 10 and a half or something no, like that. It wasn't even that high. It was nine and a half. Nine and a half. Or eight and a half was one of them. My point is maybe the Bengals just like aren't that good. Nice little run, but like Taylor, sure, part of it. But also like Joe Burrow. Yeah, they don't protect him a ton, but they upgraded their offensive line. Joe Burrow still, bro, you got to get rid of the ball at some point. Defensively, they don't always show up. Jamar Chase, he's out now. He was quiet to start the year. Like, maybe the Bengals just, like, aren't that good, weren't really that good last year. It's like a nice run. But, like, maybe there's, like, I feel like there's this high expectation for them which you can be critical of their coach, but you're also being you and Bengals fans. And I've seen it on social media being extra critical because they made a Super Bowl. It's like nice run, but like maybe you weren't that good then either. I don't, I don't hate what you're saying for the record. I actually don't. I, I, I think it's like the- Vegas has you at six wins or whatever. Then you have you at nine wins. Like, so you're a middle of the pack football team. You're not a team that's competing for the Super Bowl this year. The notion that they caught lightning in a bottle, I don't hate at all. I, I don't hate that at all. You know, you know, I I I think they have a high ceiling if they play it correctly. 
And I see Randy Ruther is texting us as well that, look, if they win this game, they go back to five and four, and they were five and four last year, which I think he's joking, but a lot of Bengals fans aren't. Bengals fans, look, guys. Yeah, but that's fine. But I actually here here's you, you, you can't compare the seasons for the record. You just can't. But also, you but also that's, that's not that's not even how it works, dude. You can't like, compare. So do you remember the Giants 2007? Oh, the Giants, they sneak in the playoffs. They have to play on the road the whole time. They upset the fucking, you know, undefeated Patriots. Do you remember the next year? Dude, they were like eight and zero to start the year, and then Plaxico Burr shot himself in the leg. Yeah. Like you need if you're a good team. You need to take your Super Bowl and you come out and you fucking dominate. Being five and four again. So now what's the so you were five and four going to the bye week last week. And if you're five and four this week, then you go to the bye week again. So now all you need is another miracle run where you go on the road to like Arrowhead or Buffalo and beat them in an AFC championship game to go to the Super Bowl. After you upset some other team, you should you're you're like technically not better than. My point is like that's not the the blueprint for a team isn't be mediocre and then go on a huge fucking run. Even you look at my Giants who did that twice in four years. That's four years apart. Like that's not your that can't be your plan. Your plan is achieve and then build on that and then yeah. build on that and then build on that. And I would argue that it's looking like you didn't play up to your potential and now you just keep building on that. It's like maybe you played above your head and now you're back down to earth where maybe this is the trajectory of the team. They Vegas had you at six and a half wins. Then they had you at nine. And maybe next year you're the kind of team that can win 11 games. But maybe right now you're just a, hope to make it in the playoffs. Like, I mean, the they Bengals are, are, they are, well, they're in the playoffs right now, but they're also sure? right. Or they're one out, but I'm saying, what are you saying? They are, they are making the playoffs. Is that your prediction? No, I'm saying they are a middle of the pack team. I agree. Right. Right. I agree. So it's like you miss the playoffs by a game. It doesn't matter if you were getting hot. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And, and, and the thing is, you know, they, they were off and on all last year. Let's not forget. I saw them lose back-to-back games in December, like in December, they lost back-to-back games. Now I, I, I do think a lot of it is coaching in my opinion, but Players have to play better too. I'm not putting this all on Taylor. You got you got to play better. The the new O line it's not upgraded. I've seen a lot of things that say it's arguably worse than last year, which is nuts. Guys just aren't working out. They also caught lightning in a bottle last year. They in a bottle they had no injuries. They have had major injuries this year. They just lost Awuzie, who's like their stud cornerback for the year. You know, Chase will be out four to six weeks. It's like you're you're losing key people. And I, it's going to be tough for them, Joe, because, you know, they have a first place schedule. After Carolina, the rest of the schedule is it's just not easy. 
if you include division games because division games are never easy, right? For any right. team, especially in that division. Yeah. So you can't shock up a win at Pittsburgh. They already lost to Pittsburgh at home. You can't shock up a win at home against Cleveland, a, a Baltimore win. Like you just can't. So, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. What's their record in division this year? They're 0 and 3. So, so they, they can't win the division. They lost every division game. They were two and one at this point in the division last year. And for that reason, I'm taking the Panthers to cover. Yeah, me too. Seven's just too big for me. And look, and look, for me right now, I don't like this. I think the pet, like, I want to, I want to take. I want to take Cincinnati because I think the Panthers play a couple good games in a row and they're in those games. And then God, the end of that game last week and like, what a fucking debacle. And, you know, there's only so long you can play on like the nobody believes in us. We got rid of Christian McCaffrey thing. I want to take Cincinnati. I actually really do. But it's just like at the same time, seven points for a team. I don't really believe in at this point. I don't really believe. I mean, I might believe in them to be like better than the Panthers, but I don't have like a ton of faith in them being like a great football team. Yeah. I know. Well, speaking of the Bengals, remember B Indigo? Yeah. He's back, baby. He left a call on the hotline. I think this is him, right? This is him. How would I know? Uh, I, I forgot to say, uh, comments for uh, Zach Taylor. Hold on, hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah, that's definitely him. This is him, right? It's a boy, it's a boy being the go. What's good? What's good? Um, uh, dirt balling. Uh, I'm, I'm geeking that y'all doing that uh, meetup in Cincinnati or uh, shit, what's it called? Uh, for the Bills game, I He's got so hot. tickets, so I'll be up in that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> And, uh, oh, and Joe, I wanted to say, like, for all, everybody trying to find, uh, like, his girlfriend or whatever, Andy's girlfriend, like, because you oh. said, like, oh, like, she works in the hood that narrows it down. I just wanted to say that uh, Cincinnati is pretty much all hood. So <laughs> yeah, hell that yeah. It doesn't narrow anything down. Like, <laughs> where Andy is from is, like, real nice. But even if you're not, like, in the hood, you always near there. But anyway, I'm super uh, excited for the uh, game. Who day? Yeah, but 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 hold on. He did say columns were for Zach Taylor. Like he got gotten out coached by everybody in the division, and now I got to walk around with all these Columbus and Cleveland motherfuckers that live in Cincinnati, and they just be laughing and smile. I hate this shit. I hate that we they lost to Cleveland like eight times in a row. It's tough. All right, Andy. Can I do something? But I'm I taking, text, I'm, I texted I'm, him. I'm, I'm taking the B indigo call as a sign from God that doesn't exist. I'm going with the Bengals. You're doing I'm taking the Bengals. You're doing that because fucking Justin texted us. How dare you? How dare you? I don't give a fuck if Justin lives or dies. Just kidding. I love you, Justin. You're doing that because he thinks they're gonna do what they did. To- no, I'm taking it because B indigo fucking called. I'm doing it. Let's go. So this is a different. No, I have his number. I'm gonna switch it. Mata, switch me. Okay, that's fine. I texted him. He didn't respond. And this is a different number, too, which makes me think he changed his phone number. 
So the question is, what did I text some random dude <laughs> today now? Oh, it wasn't bad. Welcome back to the DS hotline. Oh, okay. That's not him for sure. Yeah, man. We're still doing it. We're still doing it. Bengals, uh, Bills, Dirtball Meetup, Dirtball Giveaway. Jed's still in the lead. So you're going to take so, the Bengals now. I'm going to take the Bengals. I seven. It was five and a half. If it was five and a half, I feel great about it. Seven's a lot. Seven's a lot. Be in to go better be fucking better be my lucky charm. Otherwise, I'm going to show up to Top Golf in Scottsdale, Arizona and be like, you owe me Miller Lights, you motherfucker. Well, I, I don't know what they need, but I can see Randy is uh, he's charming the bit. By the way, Randy, I saw you want to get verified on Twitter. I'm going to say this on air. If that happens, I will pay for your verification before I pay for my verification. Oh, he, oh! You mean he wants Randy, the Randy Ruther account? I think it'd be so funny if it would come out of my own pocket. If you want me to verify, I will pay the ninety-six dollars to verify Randy Ruther, and I will not pay for a while to verify Andy Ruther. I think that would be hilarious. You're so wait. You already texted me the other day out of nowhere. You're like, I'm paying for Dirty Sports to get verified. I am. And you're paying for Randy Ruther to get verified. And eventually you're going to pay for Andy Ruther. You pay $300 a year for verifications on Twitter. Uh, all the accounts. All the accounts, baby. Can um, you can you pay for me to be verified on Twitter? Because I'm never fucking paying for that shit. I had my verification and I will let that shit go into the mist. To, I said to be honest, said, Joe, to be honest, Joe, I don't know if I would pay for myself. I think it'd be funny to pay for Randy. And I would pay for dirty sports. I don't know if I'd pay for myself because I don't really care as much. Yeah. I just, I, I put out the tweet. It was half joking, but it was more hundred percent serious. Like I don't fuck. I have 30 fucking accounts. I don't, I, <laughs> unless, unless Mikey's direct TV password gets me verification. I don't think I'm ponying up a hundred dollars a year for it. People. It's like, I was tweeting to people are going crazy about it from both sides. Like both sides, people are so passionate about it. And it's it's wild to me how passionate I think, people I are. I think the thing, it seems like it's, uh, I mean, I, the thing I appreciate about Elon Musk is he, it, it does feel like he's trolling people all the time. I appreciate that. But it does seem confusing because it's like, I Twitter blue is a thing that you can already pay for. It's that's, like, the th that's the thing. Like, like a lot of people, prior listeners don't know. I know, and I'm sure Joe does. I know people who have in the past, like in the last 10 years who have paid because they knew somebody at Twitter or through a thousand bucks who've paid, not just Twitter, Instagram, who've paid for verification. Oh, this I is, wasn't even saying that there's Twitter blue, which you pay for yes. four ninety nine a month or whatever that gives you bonus access. Basically, what he's saying now is eight ninety nine will get you that and your badge. Uh, eight, yeah, so three bucks more. So, right. So, but have you like I've known people who've straight oh, up been sure, like, sure, sure, hey, sure. I'm paying to get verified. So, like, this isn't anything new. That's what's that's what's so funny to me. Nobody's talking about it. Right. Well, that's 
backdoor fucking i think the thing is is like it seems like it's confusing it seems like it's like the thing about verification that was the thing the reason i was able to get verified when i did was a bunch of people had made redneck joe prano joe prano sucks dick eli manning fucks joe prano like there was a million accounts that were fucking you know I assume Goldberg started because he was upset about the flake gate or whatever, you know, that were like, and I was like, Hey, I've done stand up on TV and I'm whatever. And uh, there's like 30 accounts that are pretending to be me. And they're like, you're verified. So now let's say I don't, let's say I don't pay. I lose my badge. And then, and Joe Prano, one of one, which I believe Randy Ruther runs decides to be, <laughs> Decides to pay. Now that's the verified Joe Prado. That seems weird. It's funny. It's funny, but it seems like a troll job. Yeah. When like the point was, this is the person that you're looking for. Oh, you're looking for Joe Prano. He's actually not at Joe Prano. He's at fix your life. And he's definitely not Look, Joe Prano at Joe Prano has a lisp from sucking Eli Manning's dick. I think, so. <laughs> I think you're right. I think, I think Elon Musk at the end of the day trolls nonstop. I mean, it, I mean, it's like I tweeted myself, like him and AOC just need to have sex already because the back and forth, not just the last 48 hours, the back and forth him and AOC have done on Twitter is comical to me. And they both know it gets engagement. So they both do it. And it's like, by the way, how funny would that be if those two became a couple? I kind of I kind of want to support it. Um, I'm here for it. Here, here, here's here's a question. I was thinking about this the other day. Is eight dollars a month more or less than the number of different women he's fathered children with? Who Elon Musk? Yeah. I have no idea. Do you know he just like, do you know that's like his thing? No, I didn't know that, but I mean, if you have all the money in the world, why wouldn't you? Yeah, but he's like insanely on like we need to procreate more. He's got kids all over the place. Yeah. You know, it's like. No, I don't really know anything about Elon Musk other than what is obvious and out there. Okay. We, we got to reel this show back in because we're almost two hours in and I. Uh, and I have a World Series game to watch. Apparently, yeah. Pena's got a single for an RBI and a homer for an RBI. And you, your game's 14 all, Joe. Oh, God damn it. At halftime. I mean, not that they can't blow them out in the second half, but, you know, just trying to get these points here, fam. Okay. Indy at New England. Let's go back to this. New England's five and a half point favorites. Sam Ellinger. Not Lamar Jackson. They did not trade for Lamar Jackson before the deadline. Dude, he called again. I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I can't do it. I just can't do it. We're done. We're done with that. I'm, I'm, I'm ending it. Unless it's a conversation for you, Andy Ruther, we can't play it. That's the rule at this point. You have, you have made your opinion. I no longer have an opinion. I defer to the opinion of Andy Ruther on this, in this context. Well, Andy Ruther, I agree with Andy Ruther. It was a better call getting Matt Ryan and taking a chance that he was great than trying to acquire Lamar Jackson, even though the team that he's currently under contract with wasn't trading him and then paying him $400 million. Uh, the dirtball who keeps leaving that call, if you're in Indy, come to the 
meetup we do January 2nd. And you and Joe, I want to see you guys have this conversation so you guys can clarify for each other at like a tailgate or something. It'd be kind of funny. Personally, because I know he's a Colts fan. I remember that. Yes. Thing. Yes. So five and a half. I would, I would trade for Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen this offseason and just use them as some sort of wildcat back backfield. Okay, so for the actual game, five and a half seems high. Also, Belichick against like a guy who hasn't really started. For that reason, I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, me too. All right. Bills, Jets. Do the do the Jets drop to five and four? Well, they will, unless there's an although this this week or this season, nothing is guaranteed. It's in New York. Bills are 11 and a half point favorites. Oh, wow. You go first. I'll take the Bills. Yeah, me too. I was going, oh, wow, in hopes that you were going first. and But no, I just think the Jets, I think, are going to fall off. I don't think the Jets are a playoff team. I have, you know, you got to appreciate what the Jets have done up to this point. But I think that if you're, if you're a Ruther, if you're a Randy Ruther or an Andy Ruther, if you're a Chargers fan, if you're a Pats fan, you got to be making playoff. You got to be considering, hey, we the Jets are going to drop and we're going to rise in the ranks. And I just think the Jets, they had a nice little run there. You know, again, offensive rookie of the year probably, I mean, is done for the season. Um, I just think that they're, it's going to be tough for them. Yeah. Okay. Moving along, we both took Minnesota. Uh, earlier in the show, Vegas at Jacksonville. Vegas is a point and a half favorites. The Jags have lost four in a row. The Raiders didn't score last week. <laughs> no, they got shut out. Now, do you think they stay down that way? You would think New Orleans, Jacksonville. Yeah, you'd think. Imagine all the gators between those areas. It just makes me think of that. Oh, it's wrong. By the way, just the other day, uh, my I usually I defer to Google Maps, but my Google Maps was misfiring, so I did Waze, and it still has the Ed Orgeron fucking the Ed Orgeron voice. I call it an audible and turn your ass around. <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's hilarious. You've arrived at your test. You've arrived at your destination. Go Tigers! All right. Well, I'm up first. This is a tough one for me. Like the Raiders laid a stinker last week. The Jags, do I think they're just going to keep losing? I mean, do the Raiders fall to two and six? I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take the Raiders to win and cover. Same Z's. All right. Seattle, Arizona. It's in Arizona. Arizona is two point favorites. Who you, who you got? I'm gonna take Seattle. Me too. Like until until they, the guys they're winning and they're covering. Yeah, I actually think this will be a good game. I think this could go either way, but I in my head. The spread was a a push, a one point Seattle favorite. 
So the fact that it's two points for Arizona, it just it goes against. I'm gonna just say, I'm gonna just say the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, excuse me, I agree. All right, Rams Bucks late game in LA. Wait a second. Why are these? These are some. Why are these times? These times are listed weird. It's uh no, it's in Tampa. Bucks are three point favorites. You're up first. It's really tough, man. Yeah, both these teams fucking stink. So much, so much trouble. Like the Rams last week, them just getting manhandled. It's just like. I don't know what to do at this point with these two teams. Oh, I don't either. I hate it. I I, I wonder if I picked a Rams game right this year. I'm gonna take the Rams. It's bound to go. It's bound to turn around at some point. They're two and f- dude. I mean, listen to this. They're two and five against the spread this year. The Bucks are two and six. Like they both stink against the spread. I don't know what's going on. I, I I can't. I can't go, dude. I keep taking the bucks too. I'm the, I'm the opposite. I keep taking the bucks. I I can't take the bucks. I just can't do it anymore. I hate this. I hate picking either of these. I'm gonna take the Rams. Oh, do either do either of these teams make the playoffs? No, hundred percent no. Well, Bucks maybe. Rams no. If the Bucks want to make the playoffs, they gotta win this game. I agree. But who knows? All right. Titans. Everyone Sean McVay was going to retire. Yeah. Remember when Tom Brady was going to retire? <laughs> Both should have done that. And Matthew Stafford also should have retired. Cooper Cup should retire. Titans at Chiefs. Damn, this is a big spread. Twelve and it opened at ten and a half. It's up to twelve and a half. Really? Chiefs are twelve and a well. Tannehill's still out. Yeah. This is one of those games where like Henry in in Kansas city, in Kansas city, where like if the chiefs score right away and you're like, okay, it's gonna be one of those games. They're not keeping up with them. 12 and a half is a lot. Like can Malik Willis do enough? I don't like it. I'm going to take Tennessee. Me too. 12 and a half is a lot. 12 and a half is a lot. Just like, like ball control. Cover. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's got to be the name of the game. I mean, I know Tennessee is not great, but like also Tennessee is not bad. They won five in a row. I know not against the best competition. They've won five in a row. It seems crazy to me to be a team that's five and two and be 12 and a half point favorites. If 12 and a half point dogs. Especially with, in a prime time, in a primetime game. Even with a guy making his second career start. I'm less worried about that. I think he's gonna be okay. Okay. Ryan Tannehill. We're all of a sudden like, oh, what are they gonna do without Ryan Tannehill? True. Yeah, that's a good point. Fair enough. 
All right, Ravens at Saints. Ooh. I kind of, I almost want to bet that game. I, 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 I low key want to bet the Titans. What, what do you think you're getting on the Titans? You think you're getting four to one? I think you're getting plus four hundred on a twelve. You are. Plane. It's plus four sixty. Plus four sixty. I mean, it's fun. That's a fun bet. Yeah. Why don't we do this? You think you play that game five times? The fucking Titans win one. I think absolutely. I'm gonna hop on over to Prize Picks, and let's see. They don't even have it up yet. I wanted to see what the projections that they would have. They're probably going to wait closer for the quarterback situation. They have Mahomes more or less 270 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go more. Yeah. They don't have Malik Willis yet. Which makes me think it's going to be pretty low. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Dirtballs, all first-time users at Deposit and use promo code DIRTY will receive 100% instant deposit match. So go right now, download prize picks, and play fantasy daily fantasy sports with us. Make sure you use promo code DIRTY. That's D-I-R-T-Y when you sign up. We're both going to take the uh, the Titans and then the Monday night football game. Two and a half Ravens, Saints. Primetime Andy Dalton. Not good. Like awful. Bad. For that reason, I'm taking Baltimore. I am too. I'm taking Matt Ryan. No, sorry. The I'm taking uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. For a second, I forgot that they didn't trade him to the Colts. Uh, I'm taking Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. We don't have Here's, that many different picks. No, we don't. Here's a fun one, by the way, on prize picks. More or less one and a dude, take this now. More or less one and a half rushing yards for Aaron Rodgers. That's wild. Like more. Aaron Rodgers definitely do that. Download prize picks and do that. Like two yards. That's wild. Yeah, we don't have too many different picks. Guess you got to get them where I can get them. Yeah. We didn't get to everybody's calls. I'll bring them up next episode. Can I read a good tweet? Can I read a good tweet that I just retweeted? Remember our boy, you know, our boy Lyle Barons? Yeah. Kyrie about to go out like Marbury over student film he ain't even watch. I like that. That's funny to me. That is funny. It makes sense. All right, guys. That's our uh that's our picks. Give us a call 310-359-8365. Again, if I didn't play your call, 
do better. No, I'm kidding. Uh, if I didn't play your call, we, we uh, wait. I, so there was a call I saw. Can I, can I, um, can I address a call? There was a call I saw about Dable and Pete Carroll. Oh yeah. That was sarcasm guys. I like, I don't I can't even believe I have to do this with the dirt balls at this point. Uh, yeah. Well, I like, knew what, what, watch the fucking watch the show on YouTube. If you don't know how sarcasm goes, cause I make faces like, well, you, I you, joked, I joked that the yeah. week before I took Pete Carroll because he was the better coach. And then I was joking that Dable, I mean, I'm a, I've been, how long have I been Pete Carroll standing on this show? Well, that's what he says. Yeah. He says, I don't understand because you're a Pete. You say Pete Carroll's a top five quarterback. Top five coach. Top five coach. I mean, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Then guys. you I'll said, you, then I'll... you said, then you said Brian Dable's a better coach than Pete Carroll. Can you explain? He's like, can you explain? I'm, from now on, I'll do the David Zucker, like I'm making jokes dance or something for you guys. I mean, he might have that. He has that potential in him. Guys, he's off, he, to, a, he's off he, to a great start, yeah. but Jesus Christ. Well, you, you, sarcasm voice. I'm, this time I'm going to take the better coach. Yeah. Follow us on all social at The Dirty Sports. Drink Miller Lite. Send us a picture. Tag us. Tag Miller Lite. It's always good for us. There you go. Drink Miller Lite. Tag me in it. Uh, drink Miller Lite. When you come to Cincinnati for the Cincinnati Buffalo game, which you can do by making a video and telling us why you should get those tickets to join me and Randy and Andy drink Miller light. Another official sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. When you come to the Cowboys giants game on Thanksgiving day and stick around the whole weekend for my shows in Plano at house of comedy, Texas, that's at House of Comedy TX on all social media. I will be there Thanksgiving Friday, Thanksgiving Black Friday, as they call it. Uh, Thanksgiving Saturday and Thanksgiving Sunday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one Sunday. Uh, get your tickets now. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Joe Prano, except for Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. There's a new Dirty Slides episode up that previewed the rest of the World Series, talked about the World Series so far. Uh, so listen to that after you listen to this. And I'm going to go because I have a dog to murder. Hey. I, did, I didn't hear anything. Really? No. Can you not hear that? Has the dog been making noises? Just right now, like barking aggressively. Can't hear any of that. Wow. Microphone. Fascinating. It is fascinating. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, stay dirty.